Welcome to Homemaker Chic, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no jumpers, no denim jumpers up in here. I'm your host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl, and I'm here with my fellow rabid gardener, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead. I am also a 90s pop music advocate, and you just said up in here, up in here. And I had to. Yes, do that. I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and if you hadn't noticed, we have carefully selected the theme song of this podcast so that you have a chance to rock out just a few times a week. Shay, today we are going to have another miraculous, guilt free phone conversation. Oh, this is why, secretly, this is why we do the podcast. Because we're going to talk on the phone anyway, and this way, the husbands have to watch all the children. <laughs> no one is asking for a snack. <laughs> it's because no of the, one is asking, the like, microphones yeah. and the earphones. They're like, ah, oh, they look professional. We I should, look legit. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't interrupt them for some goldfish crackers. She looks far too right? serious in her business work for that. Oh, Nobody's asking for a clementine when mom's in front of a microphone. That's right. Right. Which is perfect. And so would you I say think that the the headphones and the microphone are a exactly you read my yes, mind. I read your mind. But don't go there yet, because I want okay. to know what you are sipping on today, my friend. Um, I'm I'm up in high cotton today. I, I don't know what that means. A, <laughs> You're from the South. You, I'm you not from the South. With, well, you, okay. You are a temporary Southern transplant. I mean, I know I don't, I've never heard that saying, but I'm not as Up old as high. you. So maybe it was from the sixties or something. Honestly, Shay. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Cause you get so angry. <laughs> So do the listeners, just so you know. know. I know. I know. (laughs) Still worth it. Up in high cotton. Mm -hmm. Up in here. Your your trash is showing. Okay, I'll stop it. I'll stop it. Go on. Tell us about your high cotton beverage. I am drinking a Chateau Saint-Georges. And this is from uh, the Saint-Emilion region of France. And... I'm a little bit sentimental about this particular bottle of wine because a long time ago, before I was procreating and repopulating the planet, I would go to France every couple of years. <laughs> and uh, we did get to spend some time in this particular region and we had rented a car and I am the navigator. Okay. So I'm not your typical female. I can read a map. Is that sexist? It's, yeah, it is. And it's also is just because you're a control. If I say that? Yeah. It's just because you're a control freak. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. No, but I can read a map. I know. You're a I skilled am a control freak and I'm a triple threat. You're <laughs> okay. a skilled control freak. I'm a skilled control freak. Yeah. I can read a map. And so, and I can drive a stick and I'm a control freak. So I am a triple threat. Mm. Okay. Okay. Joel, so you're a lucky travel man. abroad. Joel is the co-pilot and I'm in the driver's seat. The controller. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so we were cruising along the uh, Saint-Emilion 
countryside in France. And I looked up to the horizon and I said, I know those spires. <laughs> and I was right. I, I said, I know those spires. Those are off the one bottle of wine that we love so much. Like, let's head in that direction. So sure enough, we drove up and it was Chateau Saint-Georges, Chateau Saint-Georges. And uh, they had all the bottles of wine, like piled on pallets wrapped in plastic mm. next to the chateau and the sun was setting and we took our photograph next to the uh it was carved in stone on the stone wall outside of the chateau and it was just like this really geeky geeky memory for me because i was just totally geeking out like here i we used to buy our wine uh in chicagoland there's a a big uh wine store called Binnie's beverage depot and they have this fabulous fabulous french wine aisle so we used to buy our wine there and I was having like a total nerd moment come to find out we were having dinner with some French friends who are older than us. <laughs> and we were telling them the story and they said to us, Oh, you should have knocked on the door. They're really friendly. We know them. They would have invited you in for dinner. Blah, 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 blah. Of course they are. And, and here's Joel. You have to understand about Joel. I am, even though I'm introverted, I'm very, I have like a, a lot of bravada. So like rules don't apply to me. It's that Chicago-ness you know? that comes out in you. It's that Chicago-ness. So I'm like, just pull up to the house. Who cares? It's a chateau. They're used to this. They're fitners. They like they are they're used to people. You're in tourism land. And Joel's like, no, no, no. Like Joel will not. We have like knockdown drag outs about turning around in someone's driveway if he's gone the wrong way. I'm like, just turn around in their driveway. I'm not pulling in their driveway. It's gonna make them feel so like and he'll for what it's worth listeners that is and, not like, what joel's horses. voice sounds like <laughs> <laughs> like the, the tensions are just getting higher and higher because he just won't turn around in someone's private driveway so just that he pulled up to this chateau was a huge deal i would have gone to the front door and then we find out our friends are like oh yeah we know them they we, we did once and they had us in for dinner. You could have said that you know us and they would have treated you to X, Y, Z. All that being said, if you're at the store and you have like, this is a kind of a splurge. It's like $25 a bottle. Chateau Saint-Georges. Beautiful. I mean, it's just your quintessential Saint-Emilion wine. And now you know, ladies. Cla- Long-winded it classy. as usual. <laughs> Listen, Shay, if anyone ever wants to hear Ange talk, just ask her about wine. <laughs> I love it. I want to go to France and pull up in some vineyards driveway and be like, what right? up? What that's, up? That's what I would say. Um, That's not really what I would say. OK, I am sipping something different because... It was beautiful and warm here, and we've been outside stacking rocks and shoveling rocks and moving rocks. And so I wanted something a little bit more refreshing. So I am having a white cuvee, which I believe translates to vintage in French. However, I am drinking a German white cuvee. So it's a white blend. So this is what I've learned about this wine. Cuvée typically means like a specific or a special blend, right? A special vintage of something when it's used to describe a French wine. Or it can mean something just of a higher quality, depending on what vineyard this is coming from or what 
what's the word vintner this is coming from when cuvee is applied to wines outside of france typically it just means blunt (laughs) so this is my (laughs) german white blend and it's fabulous i mean typically when you think german white wines you think riesling which is fairly sweet this is kind of not as sweet as a riesling so it's dry it's unfiltered and it's actually just a little bubbly which i love it's one of these like naturally fermented kind of a wines you know that we get we just I'm crazy about them. They're so different than American wines. So different. And I find myself now, I'm going to get snobby just for a second. Um, I almost just can't tolerate America, a lot of American wines. I should say commercially available American wines. They're just so punchy. It's like a kick in the mouth. You know, it's like they go so bold and so big, but in like a, almost like a syrupy kind of a way. Watches. Yes, I'll play. I'll play my snob card. It's like a Welch's kind of <laughs> and, a way. I, you I know, have no we, shame. I there are. Some I mean, if great you like ones, a really, not, I'm not okay. All of you from California. Look, I'm from Washington. This I'm is not, wine country, big yeah, time. I, there are some legitimate, like yes, California wines. Yes, I gotcha. Yes, to make time to Mecula. Uh, uh, but when you go to like the, the grocery store but, yeah. for the most part, what you're getting is a very homogenized wine because when people pick up a bottle of yellowtail, let's say they want that one to taste the same as the other one that they tasted, regardless of what the vintage is. And that's just not the way wine works. And so a lot of additives and chemicals and syrups and flavorings are added to wines to make them taste consistent always. And that's just not the way anything works ever. Unless you force it to. So when you like sulfites to make it taste old and it's true. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about last week with the Maison Bouteille Chateau. It's like this one is made here. Right. This is not like a homogenized blend of all these different farmers contributing. Exactly. You get just a much Mm -hmm. uniquer and it's not thin, but it's lighter, uh, not even crispier because some are really buttery, but it's just. Direct. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Cut the cut the nonsense. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they are. So I love (laughs) it. I'm quite, quite happy with my choice right now. But this is what grape grape is it? Like, does it say what it is? What it is? Yes, it does. It is 30 percent Bacchus, 30 percent Sylvaner, 30 (laughs) percent. You're just doing this to make me show my trash. Sorry. 30 percent. Moulet Thurgot and 10% Sharib. <laughs> You're welcome, Germans. <laughs> How did I do? I have now butchered Spanish, Austrian, and German. French is up next. Isn't Austrian German? No. Do they speak? The, no, they speak Austrian. Oh, don't. No, they don't. Okay. Where's our Googler? I'm going to look this up right now. Google it now. I believe they spreck the Deutsch in well, Austria. Well, I think they, um, they speak something similar. What language <laughs> do they speak in Austria? Uh, German. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I win. Okay. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Austro-Bavarian you- also. Uh, German is the official 
No, the official language is Austro-Bavarian, but German is often spoke there as well. Uh, yeah, I don't. That just means we're both right. Austro-Bavarian. Uh, I do. It, it means I'm me? more right than you are. <laughs> That's what it means. Listen. If you are traveling to Europe, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on here. Europe, German is actually the most handy language to know in Europe. That's the most uni- universal language. Is in it? Europe. At least it was when I used to travel to Europe, you know, back before I was repopulating mm-hmm. the earth. Right after the war. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... That's my understanding is like, if you want to have like, you know, like around here, like yeah. in our, on the, in, on the American continents, it's like Spanish. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, what extra language do I want to know? You want to know Spanish? Yeah. My understanding is that it's German and I, it makes me sad that I don't speak German. All my grandparents, I'm French on one side and German on the other. I mean, that's like the. Yes. The, sh- the short the version. version. The short version. Uh, it makes, but they all, you know, they were your typical immigrant where it was like we're american we're yeah gonna we're gonna american. speak yeah yeah we're gonna speak yeah. american <laughs> we're gonna speak american but i think being able to speak another language is mm-hmm. a definite secret weapon Could if it, yes. signature move and that's what we're talking about today yeah uh and now the podcast time is up so i hope you enjoyed <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding don't hang up don't hang up <laughs> Um, No, today we are talking about secret weapons and signature moves to keep your spirits high amongst the monstrosity of chaos that is happening currently around the world. Let's talk about listening two years from now. Yes. Hopefully it's all good. If you're listening right now, your children are climbing the walls and you're on shelter in place. Yes. I saw a really great meme that said if there's a baby boom during this quarantine it will only be firstborn children and the responses were like what and he said you don't have any children do you because he was insinuating that everybody who had children was like definitely no we're definitely not making any more of those things (laughs) no um we tease i know for some of you it's put you in a super hard position because we just had our first q a with our patrons which was fabulous and a lot of you guys are having children home from school unexpectedly. Angela and I have made the unfortunate decision to have our children at home with us all the time, every day. (laughs) So we are quarantined 24-7, 365. Don't you find it's interesting, though, like we're we are. This is what we do. We're home all the time with our kids and our husbands and being asked for snacks. Yeah. Until we're done. And having to put on headphones just to have a conversation. Yes. But there is something different. Don't you feel a little, yeah, a little boxed in? It's because like, I, I don't like being I told what to do. I just want to go to the thrift store and yeah, I don't want I don't like being told what to do. You and I are like so rebellious that I way. know like, everything's a great idea until you're telling me it. And then it's a bad idea. I know my husband told me I need to check my libertarianism at the door. But actually speaking of thrifting, that is one of my signature moves. So mm-hmm. my children know me very well because of the 365 quarantine with me all the time. And if I'm having a bad day or if we're looking to celebrate the day in some way, or we just need to get out of the house pending that being legal. um, We go to our very favorite French bakery called the Anjou bakery and we get a pastry and a coffee and we go antiquing. We go thrifting. That is a signature move. 
Not sure how to spend the day? Go antiquing. Why are you staring at me completely, completely blank? What is wrong because with you? Because you're like Robotron. So <laughs> if Stuart's going to edit. No, I told I, you. It's your, it's you. You're like, I Okay. Um, I'm going to mark this. Um, can you, okay. are we fine well, now? Just leave it. I don't care. Are we fine now? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Now. I'm just yeah. going to start that bit again. Okay. So speaking of signature moves, um, you know, my kids know me well because of the 365 quarantine all the time. Mm -hmm. And they know that if we're having a bad day or we just need to get out of the house, we need something to do. We go antiquing. We go to this little French bakery on the way called the Anjou Bakery. It's our favorite place in the world. Good coffee, good baked goods. And then we go antiquing and we fill our suburban with things that we don't need. (laughs) Like more mismatched dishes and more cloth napkins, you know, stuff that's constantly breaking and getting ruined. It's a signature. Uh, Those are needs. I mean, I'm just saying like you might not need a new oil painting, but mix, mess, mix. I can't do it. Mixed Mm -hmm. matched dishes. Yes. And cloth napkins. I mean, our family just eats forks and dishes and constantly cloth napkins. Mm -hmm. They're just gone. Mm hmm. We have a fork shortage right now. There's a bread shortage and a toilet paper shortage in the rest of America. And in our house, someone ate the forks. They're just gone. I I don't know what we're going to do. I usually find mine buried out in my garden somewhere at some point in the summer. They're a great gardening tool for sure. But I am not at that stage. So I don't have an answer. Yes. Tell me you don't start looking out the window. Somebody dancing. Stuart just came and smushed his body up against the the door for no reason (laughs) (laughs) okay then i was trying to decide like from her i'm sorry there's a big french door yeah and right outside that french door they're building a pond and Stuart's uh he felt the providing entertainment he felt the need to do that i guess i don't know but yes (laughs) you know it's a signature move when you know people go and they're like oh i wish you were here with me because they automatically think of you in doing the thing Doing the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's one of yours? Well, I mean, the red lips are like a given. I mean, I first, I started wearing red lipstick. I was 14. That's bold. <laughs> I remember the first time I put it on. I was wearing, so I used to get hand-me-downs from some of the upper class girls in our church. And uh, I had a white polo it was benetton do you remember benetton or are you too no. young i'm eh. far too young eh. <laughs> get out <laughs> i had a white benetton polo and it was like this beautiful french blue collar and it said benetton on the front and it was the first time i'd actually tied my hair back like in a, a bun so i like mm-hmm. when my like an intentional longer, would, bun yeah yeah i would grease it you know slide it back and like a chignon like really tight bun. well would you slide it or grease it because those are two different things, I feel like. I need well, to be able know, I need to be able to picture you accurately. Okay, so it was hair gel back in the day. Okay. So I had I think I was talking about this on another platform the other day, Aussie sprunch spray to make it curly, and yes. then the Aussie styling gel to like slide it, grease it back, you know? Okay. So I slicked it all back, bobby pinned it, and I had a white shirt on and I don't know where I, I have no idea where I got it. Maybe my mom gave me like a sample from a department store, but I put on red lipstick 
mm. with a very like no eyeshadow, just mascara and a real clean foundation. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> this is well. Played, and you have to understand this was not a big jump for me because there were 76 Marilyn Monroe posters in my room at the time. So yeah, this was not. But I'm a brunette and I just put on that red lipstick. I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is me from now on. I mean, that's kind of how I felt when I wore those platform shoes until I actually wore them out of the house. (laughs) And then I was like, this is not me. This was a very bad decision. (laughs) This was very bad. But I I feel like the day it really became like, you know, when you said people, oh, I wish you were here because Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z. I remember about 13 years ago, a friend calling me in December and she's a doctor's wife and she was on her way to a party and she called me. She's like, I'm holding red lipstick in my hand. Tell me I can do this. Oh, Give me permission to her. do this. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, you got this. You can do this. I love And I that. feel like I'm like a red lipstick missionary. Yeah. Right. Son, you know? Well, you were my red lip missionary. It wasn't something I wore at <laughs> all until I met you. And I didn't realize it was one of my signature moves as well until I put some on one of my daughters before a church thing. And, you know, they're so sweet with their little pouty, yeah. sweet lips, scrumptious. I think it was Juliet. No pores, immaculate oh, just skin. Ridiculous. You know? yeah. Georgia yeah. felt my hands today and she's like, God, your hands are like sandpaper. I'm like, listen, nine year olds, not all of us have beautiful young skin. Okay. Anyway, I yeah. put these this lipstick on Juliet and she saw one of the women from church and she was so sweet. She was like, Juliet, you look just like your mama with those red lips. And I was like, oh, it's a it's a move now. Like, it's this a is thing. a thing Shay does. I love that. You know what else Shay does? This is a secret weapon more than a signature move. OK, Shay wears Spanx. <laughs> Of every shape and size. Every shape really? and size. Really? Do you have like all the all the different medieval wear going on underneath there? I mean, I've got, um, listen, I'm kind of distracted by you eating that cheese because I really want some. I'm sorry. I think we, A, should not be eating on air. B, I need I some care. cheese now. <laughs> Fine, I'll just tell this story. What oh. was I talking about? Oh, Spanx. Um, so I love to wear dresses and I... Like if I'm wearing my gardening dress, no way am I wearing Spanx under. No that. way. But no. date night, dinner parties, bridal showers, church, there are definitely Spanx involved. And I loved it because I went to church one day, went to the bathroom. Now, if you've ever worn Spanx, you know they keep things nice and tight. No creases, no panty lines, no roly polies. But getting in and out of Spanx is ridiculous and nothing will make you feel like a big beached fat whale like trying to get in Spanx it doesn't matter what size you are so I went to church I'm in the bathroom I can take them down but I'm like trying to get them back up and I must have been making some noise because my friend Maureen goes are you pulling your Spanx back up I said I'm in the stall and she I was like how did you know and she goes because just this morning I got on my knees and I looked my she has four sons. She's like, I looked my sons in the eyes and she was just like, mom is about to get in her Spanx under no circumstances. May you open the doors to come and check on me. <laughs> Seriously, I just got to say something like when you're getting ready for your church for church, like even with pantyhose, like so 
I've told you before. Stu- I'm Stuart's sorry. Stuart is now, the door. He's, now he's at the window. He's pressing his chest Get against his shirt the window. Off. Practically. <laughs> don't know why he's doing this. He has I, a- Shay, you guys, you can see Shay. She's like waving big jerky mo- can't he movement. Can't he see I'm being professional? Oh, he clearly the children are asking here. for snacks. The man is doing that. Asking oh for something gosh. else. Uh, I am obsessed with the pantyhose that Kate Middleton wears because they're amazing. I and am. I hate pantyhose. But she has like the grippers yes. on the feet because she yes. wears beautiful high heels. And I, I tell you, wait, what, I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. Do you remember when we went to Atlanta and yes. you had two pairs of those? And you had to borrow. So my I borrowed one. Pantyhose. But guess what Angela then proceeded to do with the what? pair that she would. You ripped the crotch out of your pantyhose. Oh, yeah. So I had the chub rub like <laughs> bulging out the side. But Shay didn't have pantyhose. So I made the ultimate sacrifice and had like my chub rub like puffing out so that she could wear my second scent of second set it's love true love oh you're so good to me (laughs) (laughs) but like i'm sorry what you're talking about your friend is so true because on sunday morning you're getting ready and you're like okay i've gotten a whole herd of people a whole church congregation is ready yes they're in the hallway or they're downstairs they're finding their bibles they're getting in the truck you're like, and now I shall attend to myself and I shall get dressed yes. with all dignity, <laughs> reserve. Yes. And you're trying to cram yourself into your Spanx or your pantyhose and your husband comes in like, hey, no, no, not I'm the like, time no, for no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do this in front of you. No, I have to have some where to keep the mystery. Yes. Be gone. There is no mystery. Like, but. When you wear Spanx, they're comfortable to wear. I don't mind wearing them at all. It's just awkward to get in them. Once you're in them, it's all good. Yeah, But it's a signature move because it's like, am I high and tight? Am I in shape? No, I am not, ladies. The answer is no, I am not. (laughs) Well, yes, they will know because I just told them. (laughs) Remember that trailer from that old scary movie where she'd go, I'll never tell. No, that that? freaks. I don't like scary movies. Everybody remembers that, but you. No, I am 100. Here's a signature move. 100% scared of the dark. So my signature move is making other people do things for me that involve the dark. <laughs> what? Oh, I am. I have, I'm like a bat. I can see in the dark. I have like complete night vision. No. So on that same trip to Atlanta, when you were like, let's go rent scooters and go drive around downtown Atlanta on scooters after a bottle of wine and just see what we see in the dark. And I'm like, we shall not, my friends, we shall not be doing that because that is how people get killed. That's it. I was so mad. I know. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. We we can do this. No, so I, we can't. We live in the country and this whole like just rent a scooter, just just swipe your card to rent a scooter and tool around town. We were not in the country. Over we that. were in downtown Atlanta. Yeah. And we're big girls. We no, were in we the are not. It was just Atlanta. No, it was just downtown Atlanta. Listen, straight up downtown. I don't even go. We out, on the I don't outskirts. go anywhere at nighttime. Nope. Not happening. Do you know why? Because we have mountain lions just, here. That's why. So we have bears. I just found out there was bear scat on a neighbor, a neighbor's front porch the other day. Hmm. Well, no, no, 
no, there is just no need. If there's a noise in the night, Stuart goes out. That's it. I'm sorry. Fine, let's talk about another one. Quit giving me that look. But speaking of night, another signature move of mine slash secret weapon is black. Give me black when I don't know what else to do or what else to wear. I have black turtlenecks. Those are my go to. You wish you've probably seen in the, the in photos the, in for the this. Exactly. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to wear. <laughs> we need a picture. Okay, I'll wear my black. Turtleneck. I guess I'll just wear. I guess I'll just wear my black. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I look great in it. <laughs> like a black dress, black skirts. People look good in black. I'm not saying don't wear collar. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's one of my go-tos because it looks sophisticated. It looks classic. You know, you look serious. What? What? I was laughing because I have RBF, so I, I look serious all the time. So I don't really need to look more serious. But um, yeah, I don't wear, I mean, I wear black on the bottom because I'm thicker on the bottom. I'm more fabulous on the bottom, but I'm not like a big black on top person. It's probably because you have like dark hair. Maybe. Maybe. I like color. And I used to do all that whole like color analysis bit for a living. And so I do like color. I like color. But what I don't like is when people wear black pants with a colorful blouse that has or like a printed blouse that has nothing to do with the black. Then I'm like, hey, Hmm. you just sold out. Like, mm. well, that's all that Karen. That's all that Karen wears. So, oh, brother, sorry, Karen, Karen. hates me. Sorry, Karen. Um. Okay, but but I I, I kind of want to go back to the spanks. Like, do you have like all the different ones? Because I just wore like the the um biker shorts. <sighs> yeah, I've got a couple versions of those. Some higher, some lower. Okay, you know, and, and like, my kids and for the most part, they go up to they're like, like, "Mom, those look like toddler leggings." Do they go up to your boobs? Heck no! Oh, mine go all the way up my stomach to my bottom of my boobs. Oh, for no. the rib fat, I, you know, the rib fat. I I don't have rib fat. I don't have rib fat. No, you like, do. If you, like if you're you, way thinner you than I am, but I just have like now I have like your quintessential hourglass figure. But so I'm just saying, if you squeeze your booty, squeeze all, it too tight, anything will make you'll make a ripple. No, I don't have any rib fat. Are you Look. wearing your spanks right now? No, that's my skin. Look at that. <laughs> it's so white. <laughs> So white. Shut up. I actually wore a one piece for like the first time ever on vacation. I literally so white. She says, good night, nurse. (laughs) I'm being vulnerable and showing you my ribs. I will expose you for all your weaknesses. That is my job as your best friend. Okay. Mm. All right. Give me another Uh, one. Like I'm all about like, all right. Give me another one. Secret weapons. Signature. People ask me about my nails all the time, and they think that I like keep this prestigious, pristine, pristine is the word I'm looking for, uh, (laughs) manicure. And I'm like, no, those are stick on nails. (laughs) And I discovered those uh, 
my pastor's wife, her, when we moved up here, I was like, wow, because I've been told you like, you just go South to have people attend to your beauty needs up here. You don't get your hair done up here. You don't get a manicure. Uh, and so I'm looking at her nails and I thought you're, I said, your nails are like on point. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Where do you get those done? And I don't get my nails done. I never, I do my own manicure and I have for years, but she's like, Oh, sweetie, these are stick on nails. <laughs> oh, sweetie. And so I called my friend Sarah the next day. I'm like, I am on my way to the shop co this is before shop co went down for stick on nails. And she's like, well, this is the day that I never thought I heard what I never mm-hmm. thought. I can't even see. Is it because your trash is showing? Or stick on nails trash? Because my trash is showing. Yeah. Because she's like, I never thought Angela Reed would call me and say, I'm on my way to the shop go for stick on nails. Why do you call it the shop co? Uh, It's a Midwest thing. Like the, the Walworth, the Walgreens, the Walmart, the shop co. Mm. Well, cause there's one. Cause we, for one, we're so remote. There's only one of the two things we have. It's not like there's a variety like yes. in Chicagoland where you're like, well, which Walgreens do you want to go to? There's one in every corner. Sure. Uh, yeah. So okay. Stick so on nails. Stick on nails. Impress. Yes. They're, Impress. I wear the same ones. Yeah. Not this time They're of year. changing. Because I'm no. just gardening way too much right now um, to bother with press-ons. But when I wear them, my kids and like even Stu, he's just like, your nails look so nice. I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. And if you're really you're gentle right. with them, even if you're cleaning house and washing dishes, they'll last. I can get them to last for like seven to 10 days if I'm very careful with them. That's oh, about yeah. max. The trick is the pain that you put on yourself in putting them on. So I'll like put it on and then I just press. You guys can't see what I'm doing, but I'm like pressing yeah, my finger press. against the desk. Yeah, it's true. Because I, I put them on like the cuticle. Yeah, I've like speed yeah. put them on before before church and like they were off in two days. It did not work. No. Actually, now that you say that, I shouldn't do this because I'm gardening like crazy. But I really want to put some on now. I have mine sitting right here on my desk. I know. Baby blue. Oh, I've got the nude ones. I love those ones. Oh, I love them. But you have to push them. Okay. So what I do, I didn't ever do acrylic fingernails because my fingernails always grow really well. They're strong and acrylic just wasn't my jam, but I would, on a few times that I have had a manicure, I've seen like how the acrylic tech will rough up the nail. Big time. And then put the acrylic on. So I actually adopted that idea for the impressed nails. Yeah. And so I'll take a nail file and just kind of scuff them up. I do the same. And Mm -hmm. then put them on. Mm -hmm. But you have to press it down. If you're, if you guys are intrigued and you want to wear impress, I think is the best brand. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear them, you have to really press them down by the cuticle because that's the first place they lift, not mm-hmm. the tip. Mm-hmm. They lift at the cuticle. And then when you run your fingers through your hair, you scalp yourself. Because <laughs> it just, have you had that happen? It's, oh yeah. It I have to start putting my hair in ponytails, like with the palm, with my palms of my hands, you know, like some yeah. weird, like non-fingered ape. <laughs> I have like this new skill of how I can put my hair in a ponytail with impress, old impress fingernails on so that I don't rip, like a, create a bald patch. Mm-hmm. Because- but they are like $6. And, you know, if you're going to go to a party or out on a date or even just to church or something, it, man, it does make you feel so nice. All of a sudden, that signature move takes you from trashy farm wife to 
you know, put together from Karen to Karina. Ooh, is Karina our alter ego to Karina? I get apparently she is now. Oh, she is now. Well, welcome, Karina. Welcome to the party. You will not see much of us because we're more of Karen's sort. But I always feel like Karina when I pull out another one of my secret weapons. Do tell. Um, jazz music. I love mm-hmm. jazz. And I don't know if you know this, Angela, but I actually used to play drums in the jazz band. Really? Yes. I played the drum set, you know, like the five piece drum set. And I played jazz. And now I'm all cooler. Right. In your book. Less trash. More cool. You're super cooler. Thank you. Um, Anyway, I love jazz, like piano jazz, like the type you'd sip a martini to and smoke a cigarette at a bar in New York in the 40s, you know, like that kind of jazz. And I tell you, it is one of my signature moves because when the world is falling apart in the house and it's nasty and my attitude is nasty and I've got to get dinner on, but I haven't even cleaned up breakfast yet. I will crank that jazz and man, it is like my kids, they love it now because they're so used to hearing it. It's like this is the music mom listens to and she's trying not to lose her mind or she just really wants to enjoy the mood of the home. It's a signature sound in our home. I love jazz. I do like a smooth jazz. Like not a not a copyright free. Not saxophone jazz. Not copyright free jazz. <laughs> okay, like there's a difference. There's um, a big but we difference. have a coffee shop up here uh, called Leroy's and he plays vinyl. Mm-hmm. And every every time I'm in there, I'm like, okay, what album are you playing today? Because I don't think I can live without it. Mm-hmm. And I do love like uh, Sidney Bechet. Mm-hmm. You should check mm-hmm. him out. Do you like mm-hmm. him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I love me some Sidney Bechet. Yep. But I have to tell you, when I'm feeling like, cranky and the dishes are piling up and I'm all like <laughs> that was I such a 90s confess. thing Rear. do you remember <laughs> I love no, that. I remember from friends like Whoosh! yes right, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I actually lean into it and that's when I like bust out like the old like cold play rush of blood to the head like some real angst oh I don't know if that would Music. be a good choice for me no, it's not a good choice for me. It's actually fuel to the fire. It is a bad exactly. decision every time. Yeah. Would you like to talk about the young boy who just came into the recording session? So, with yes. The life so there is, a, there is a young man holding a peluche. Uh, okay, we call it a peluche. It's a stuffed animal. Yes. He's waving to the camera. Yes. He's wearing apparently swim trunks or long boxers with a life jacket, even though it is March. And yeah. Now he's here's here's the thing in Shay's ear. They're building a <laughs> pond. We're building this completely unnecessary pond to keep us busy during this quarantine because I cannot sit still or I will die. I'm like a fish. I have to be swimming. If you pin me under a rock, yeah. I will suffocate and die. My sweet William has been dressed in his bathing suit and life jacket all day long, ready to jump in this pond that is currently like sub zero temperature. <laughs> Just Fill the kid a bath. He's just like <laughs> he's got his life jacket on. Miss Angela just says I should fill bath. you a bath. Is that what we should do? Since you can't go in the pond. What are you asking me for, child? <sighs> he wants a cough drop. Those little on guard drops. Sure, go have one. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> that is a legit uh, life jacket, by the way. It is. I'm gonna joke around about water safety. 
we just have like uh what do we call them i can't even think of what we call well them. sounds like you're okay with your kids drowning i'm just careful i'm <laughs> just kidding I am just kidding. Um, I'm actually really excited about this little pond because as already noted in what makes us weird episode, um, we don't do a ton of extracurricular. So we actually haven't done swimming lessons. We've done swimming lessons by ourselves in the local pond, neighbor's pool, my sister's pool. So the kids know how to swim, but um, Juliet's still pretty meh, iffy. Um, And so this pond, it's not deep. They can all stand up in every part of it, but um, it's going to be fun to teach her how to swim like here on the farm. That's going to be fun. My dad had a secret weapon or a signature move. He just like threw me in. What? He did. I was like two years old. He just like pushed me under. Oh, I remember no. my grandma. It was in my grandmother's pool and she was so mad at him. I had to be two or three, um, but I'm a really good swimmer. That's terrible. And Joel, Joel just can't even be around because I'm not quite as hardcore but joel just will hold them till they're 10 i'm like just just shove them off just get them off of you he just holds aiden on his hip yeah yeah i'm just just like (laughs) exactly i'm just like just get away from me (laughs) oh that's funny (laughs) sweet william he's so cute he's so uh do you have a what what in the i mean it in the kitchen, mm. I, I kind of, I mean, I want to come back to the wardrobe and all that kind of stuff. Cause I'm okay. sure we have more. Yes. Actually, I just thought of one. So be sure we come back to that. Okay. I have. Uh, yes. But like in the kitchen, signature move, secret weapon. I've got two. I mm-hmm. would say that are my most used secret weapons or signature moves mm-hmm. for breakfast. It's what we call puff pancake. So it's a cup of flour, a quarter cup of maple syrup, a cup and a half of milk and a dozen eggs and a pinch of salt. And I blend it mm-hmm. up until it's, well, it's the thing I poisoned you with, with the goose eggs. Yeah. That's I, what I made you. And it's, it's people call it a thousand different things, Dutch baby or whatever, Dutch pancake. But I heat up a cast yeah. iron skillet with Dutch. a ton of melted butter. And then I pour the batter in there and it gets all puffy. And you could put on berries or maple syrup or just lemon juice and powdered sugar, jam. We use the jam a lot, but it's tons of protein, which I love, Um, but I don't have to fry eggs. I don't have to fry bacon. I don't do anything like that. It's just blended up, which takes 30 seconds, put it in the oven. So that's like my, I always have that card in my back pocket. Like if I need to whip out the puff pancake, we can have a breakfast for eight in a minute and a half, you know? Mm -hmm. And then for dinner, it's risotto. And can I just say, I'm going to toot my own horror for a second. I went to my favorite restaurant in town. I got a risotto. And I was was eating it and I was like, y'all, I kind of make a better risotto than this. That's an awkward moment where you're like, yeah, I just paid for this, but. And a lot, but. And a lot. (laughs) But if you're making your own homemade stock. You know, Mm -hmm. I make a really rich stock. I add a ton of stuff to it and I add a lot of butter, a lot of Parmesan. I add lemon juice and a ton of fresh herbs, you know, whatever. It's like fridge clean out of risotto. It's like, what do I have? Do I have herbs? Do I have any protein? You don't even really have to. You can have a vegetarian risotto and it's 
Oh, perfectly yeah. satisfied. I do the sweet potato, spinach, mushroom. Yeah. You know, yeah. What you got? Different. What you got? So that's another one my, I keep in my back pocket. What about you? Ooh. Uh, well, I make a I make a German apple. Pan- we call it German apple pancake. Okay. Uh, but that you guys don't have like Amish where you are. Like we're probably mm-hmm. closer to no. Amish country, so we call it German apple. But like this morning's breakfast is pretty signature. It's yesterday's almost stale bread chopped up into croutons, sautéed in butter, mm-hmm. as many herbs as I can get, and yeah. then scrambled eggs and feta. Yeah, and onion. I think we talked about that before. Like that's my yeah. caramelized onion feta. Yeah, oh, it makes me so happy. And everybody just mouths it down. And now we have microgreens from the greenhouse. Heck and yeah. So- we had like micro cilantro this morning. It was mm-hmm. delicious. Isn't that amazing Just, when, I mean, think about the amount of money that you would pay for that if you went to a nice place for brunch. Oh, we have a place in town that serves a fabulous, I mean, they do a good job and they serve a big pile of eggs and, you know, tater mm-hmm. tots and scallions and all that jazz. And it's eleven ninety five a plate. Yeah. You know, isn't that amazing? Yeah. For and sure. then when you when you it have is. kind of mastered that signature move, you mm-hmm. look at it and you're like, I know what this is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll give you this your money, sir. But <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. Right. I love having signature moves in the kitchen. They took me a while to to get um, mm-hmm. just figuring out what our family really loves, you know, what they'll what they'll eat really well, what I can cook super fast, what's something that's sort of seasonal ish year round. You know, mm-hmm. like with a puff pancake, it's like for the most part, we have eggs and milk year round. Right. I mean, it's semi-seasonal, but um, yeah, it's it's really nice when you land those just cars and you're just like, wham, I can whip that out in no time. <laughs> yeah. Whip I mean, it. there's things that whip I do good. in the kitchen that I love and I'm trying to right. <laughs> I'm trying to train their taste buds for right. sure. You know, right. like, OK, we're going to just keep your palate nice and wide and we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But then like yesterday is a signature like they love Italian beef. We're from Chicagoland. I don't even know so what I Italian make, beef is. What is this? I know? Seriously, that makes me so sad. Why? I mean, because Italian beef is amazing is it just it's, like beef with italian seasonings like slow cooked because we we cook that a lot but we didn't call it that okay yeah and i used my instant pot get it karen okay oh, and so it's just a big roast and i used you know i made like I a had, chuck uh, roast sure whatever okay. i don't care i had uh beef stock on the you know bone broth on mm-hmm. the um stove top so mm-hmm. i did I added a couple cups of that. I added two cans of jars of like pepperoncinis, mm-hmm. all the hot, juicy juice, mm-hmm. and just crank it for like an hour and twenty minutes until it's just falling apart, and then just shred it with fork and baguettes. And then you know I make jardinera, mm-hmm. and then I had fresh mozzarella. Yeah, and, and you in in Chicagoland, you when you order and carry out, you say they say, do you want it dipped or not dipped? And dipped means they like dunk the baguette in the au jus, you mm-hmm. know, like they dunk it, and oh my, it's soggy bread. Oh, it's so good. Gosh, that is and, so oh good. Gosh, it's so delicious, and, and I, that like you know that doesn't take a mass amount of skill, but it makes yeah. my family so happy. They're like, mom is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, good big chunks of me always make my family so happy. Yeah. So happy. And I love that you can just pair it with whatever you have. 
Like I have a bunch of pickled stuff, you know, like sauerkraut and pickled mm-hmm. cauliflower and stuff we make every year. You, you can throw that alongside anything. You could put it alongside yeah. an omelet or you could put it alongside like a roast beef or whatever. Um, okay. We have to talk about three more important things. Four more important okay. things. Um, first off, before we started recording, I was sharing with you mm-hmm. that one of my s- signature moves is tinted moisturizer. Okay. You did not and seem so keen on this. And I want to know why. Because it is one of my secret weapons for dewy, okay, youthful it, skin. Is that the baby cream? Is that a baby cream? I don't know what BB and CC means. It's I don't I think Cece's she's like a singer. Cece Minus. She's, she's also my cow. cow. <laughs> or your cow. <laughs> it is a moisturizer that has some color to it. Yeah, I mean, that's great. But <laughs> when you put you it know, on, I'm my, it's like it's it makes you look moist. You know? Well, do I look moist? I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty moist anyway. Like I I have I'm it. just coming off like I'm again older than you, so I'm just coming off a lifetime of extremely oily skin. Just where I was like oil Mm. controller, oil absorbing, oil free this. I didn't wear moisturizer until about three years ago. Interesting. Okay. Ever. No moisture. I needed no extra moisture. Uh, That's probably why you're, you have no wrinkles. Oily skin is really good. I've got dry skin. Always, always have. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I'm like oily and T-zone oily Mm -hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. Like T zone, quintessential T zone, just grease pit. I okay. mean, it was really kind of really frustrating 10 years ago, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. like really bad. Um, so if that, so, like, that would be one of my secret weapons for uh-huh. like a, just youth. It's like when I, even if I don't want to wear full on makeup, if I put that on, it's like, oh, that looks nice. You know, what's, yeah, what can, would be one of I your makeup signature moves then or secret weapons? Um, I'm pretty picky about my foundation. I mean, I just want like a really clean palette. I don't wear a ton of makeup. I don't wear eyeshadow during the week. I don't hardly wear eyeliner, Mm -hmm. but I really do like to start from a clean slate. So I do wear, I am really. So that's your secret uh, weapon. Focusing on skincare. Focusing on the skincare and then focusing just on having the makeup clean to start from. Okay. Yeah. So okay. face tape is my jam. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, my wine glass mm-hmm. is empty. Do you think I should refill it? Mine is too. Uh, uh, is, are we going to uh, call somebody in we, here to do that? I mean, I have my wine bottle right should here. Should I stomp on the floor? See? <laughs> I could text Maybe someone. I'll just I do a little bit because I'll just do a little bit. Because remember last episode when I was like... <laughs> Are you calling Joel? I didn't mean to. (laughs) I didn't mean to. It was supposed to be a text. Go ahead. Okay. uh, Here's another one of my secret weapons we've talked about before, but I'm going to hit on it again because it is one of my my power moves that I will always go to, and that is high-waisted jeans. I love Mm -hmm. them. I think they are so flattering to so many women. They tuck things in. They keep you just feeling secure and confident. 
And I bought this pair of jeans off Poshmark because, as I mentioned, I have one pair of jeans in the whole wide world. So I bought one more and they're terrible. I hate them. You have two pair now? I have two pair, but only one of them is wearable. My high-waisted Levi's. God bless them. I love Levi's. This this new pair I got, it's just not high enough. And uh, I don't feel secure. I feel insecure. And I don't feel confident. I feel nappy. <laughs> Stop texting Joel about your wine and pay attention to my problems. I'm, I am paying attention. He's am, out on the road. He's like, I'm on the road. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm literally pulling my pants up as we speak so that my crack <laughs> I pulled my shirt back. up and pinched my ribs and I <laughs> pulled white. So that's my, you will always see Shay. That is my signature move. If you see high-waisted jeans, you'll be like, yep, Shay would like those because I will never wear another pair of jeans ever, ever. They might not be skinny jeans. They might be straight, whatever, but they're going to be high-waisted. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm wearing my first pair of high-waisted jeans now and I'm never going back. I, I feel cozy. Cozy. That's what I'm saying. I feel secure. I mean, I, you know, they're a button fly and I gotta like, yep. It takes a little effort. Mm -hmm. All good things do. All good things do. Maybe if you put on your spanks before you put on your jeans. I am not wearing spanks (laughs) with my jeans. There's a line. It depends on how desperate you get. Ultimately. Uh, That sounds warm. (laughs) That sounds stuffy. (laughs) That does sound But you know what? My problem with uh, like dressing in the summer. So I wear a ton of sundresses all the time. And unless they're like a cotton with some structure, you know, I don't really know the name of the fabric. Is it stretch jersey? Like what are a lot of sundresses made out of? Jersey. I don't like it. I love it. It doesn't do me any favors. No, it doesn't. If I'm I'm around around the farm, I'll just wear it. Mm Mm-hmm. But if yeah. I'm going out, then I'm I have to wear Spanx, and it, that's bad. No, I um I have a jersey dress that I love. I again got it off Poshmark. It's just a gardening dress, you know, like tank top top goes to my knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I enjoyed it, so I like wore it out to pizza one night with Stu as a date, and I caught like a view of myself <laughs> in the mirror, and I was just like, "What? Like, <sighs> whoops! Is, <laughs> put on some biker shorts or something, like." Yeah. See, that's just it. I just I haven't really seen anybody, no matter what their figure is like. Look no, great. it doesn't. That's the thing. It doesn't matter what your figure is like. It's just it doesn't. It just, just doesn't like, work. Hey, super well. there's your problem area. So I'm going to mm-hmm. land there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the banks do help. I, I mentioned this a while ago and I feel like somebody mentioned it on Instagram or something, one of our followers, somebody said something about chub rub and the spanks do help with that. Yeah. Cause that is a serious do. problem. If you have it. Yes. I don't true. know if you have it. I definitely do. I remember being like 13 and looking at my friends thinking, wow, your thighs don't rub together. How did you do that? Okay. Um, just, is that what chub rub is? Chub rub is where your thighs rub together. Oh. You don't have it. Do you? No. Oh my gosh. We can't be friends anymore. It's the worst it is the worst. When you're pregnant, I straight up put diaper cream on my chub rub because I was chafing so bad in the garden. Oh, like when it's like when you're in Chicagoland and it's huge, so you 
humid. when it's humid yeah, and uh, and 98 degrees and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to rub raw. It's gross. <laughs> it's not fair. I don't, I don't think anybody should be cursed with that. Everybody should be <laughs> free of the chub rub first uh, burden. It's not fair. Angela it's for president. Right. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> None of you. Angela for president. None of you should have watch to out, Bernie. <laughs> Feel the rub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That meant that reminds okay. me of something. Okay. We didn't do our favorite comment of the week, so we need to remember to do that <gasps> at the end of the podcast. We need to do that at the end of the podcast. While you talk. Okay. I still have a couple. I want to hear some of yours because I'm just listing mine off. I got a lot of them, apparently. Um, okay. I have a signature move. It's gross. And you guys are either going to think I'm a total freakazoid. Does it have to do with diaper cream like, on your inner thighs? <laughs> it doesn't have to do with diaper cream Good. on my inner thighs. I'm glad we can move on from that conversation. <laughs> but it is about as disturbing. Perfect. Okay. I'm just going to be real because that's what this show is about. We've all squeezed a zit. Shay's like, oh my I don't God. Where is this going? I'm just kidding. No, I am wondering where this is going. Go ahead. Okay. So you've squeezed said acne and then you went at it a little vigilantly and you have a little bit of a scar. There's a little scabbing, not scar. There's a little scabbing going on. Okay. And you're three days, there's three days into it and you have somewhere to go. Nothing looks grosser than foundation <laughs> caught up on a peeling acne scab okay even okay. when it's at the very end all right stay with me here okay i'm listening you're gonna thank me okay hold on okay ready i am on the edge of my seat take out your most gentle nail file that you have oh <laughs> no if it's like there but you're not gonna hurt yourself you just go and you just File the scab down so you can go out in public. Oh, sick. <laughs> it's what not sick. wrong with you? Listen to me. Listen very carefully. If you have a big zit in between your eyebrows and it has scab that's not uh. quite gone, shut up, Shay. And you're not going to hurt your skin. Like it's done, but it's still there. Then you just go with the nail file and you can get rid of the dead, the, the skin, the dead skin. And then you can go out in public and there's not like foundation curled up in your scab business. Oh, can we talk about something else? I am going to need some backup on this because I'm, I'm expecting like a, a 60, 40 vote on this. Okay. Mm, I don't like that. Okay. Okay, I will stick have that. You, have you ever had that happen? Have you ever had it like a little scabby? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. I totally know what you're meaning about like the, the, the makeup. You know, is the caught makeup. Up in it. Yeah, I usually just try to not yeah. put foundation on and just like powder. You know, like be a little gentler to it. But but okay. But a lot of times it's ready to go. It's just okay. not gone. So I'm not. Just, I'm not above I'm learning again, something go, new. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that. I'm going to use it. I'm going to put it in my little secret weapon pouch and maybe I'll get it out later. Keep it. Okay. Keep it. It's yours. Here you go, my friend. Just a little something I had for you. Some mom out there is going to have a 17 year old sobbing before prom and she's going to like, I remember what I heard on this podcast. Maybe. I'll help you out, sweetie. Maybe. 
Maybe. Do you have any hair? Oh, let's see. Do you have any hair signature moves? Uh, yes. Um, I do my dry shampoo at night. Yes. And it soaks Has up time all to the absorb. Juice. Yeah. At night and uh, dry shampoo would be a big signature move of mine. Seriously, you guys, like if you haven't joined the world of dry shampoo, then I just like welcome you. I draw you in like you don't know what you're missing. I don't want them to call it shampoo because it doesn't clean your hair. It's like just powder clean your hair. It makes it look like you've showered sort of. I got the idea for dry shampoo inappropriate or not. My mom introduced me to this series of romance novels when I was like in senior high. (laughs) Go mom. It's actually it's actually the reason I live in Door County. Was it Nora Roberts? Heck no. No, okay. this lady had class. She was okay. Lavrell Spencer. Okay. And I want to shout out for any of you who have read Lavrell Spencer books. Um, she actually wrote one. She stayed at the inn we used to always stay at. And she wrote a novel based on this inn. And that's how I discovered Door County. Mm. That's why that's why I'm here. That's, that's why you fabulous. are listening to this podcast. Yes. Virgin town spinster is taking care of a train robber. (laughs) (laughs) You should see Shay's face right now. I I am just hanging on. It's not like Danielle Steele. They're not trashy. They're classy romance novels. But she washes his hair with oatmeal to absorb the oils. Mm -hmm. So I remember in high school thinking, oh, oatmeal, talc. Oh, so we can like do something about this nastiness because Mm -hmm. it's so helpful. So I take my hair and I like part it down the middle and I go, and then I part it and I part it and I part it like left to right, right to left. I do the back. Yeah. I rub it in and then I go to bed and then, yeah, I don't know what I would do without dry shampoo. I mean, I know it sounds very cliche. That's like a big mom meme, but first dry shampoo, but but it's really helpful. And also it keeps your hair a lot healthier when you're not washing it every day. Like I wash mine and once I don't, or twice a week. I wash mine once a week and I was washing it once a week, even before dry shampoo. And so I would wash the bangs, like yeah. I would kind of wash the crown to get totally. the oils out of the crown. But I'm, it's really bad to wash your hair all the time. You it really is. should just wash it. Every time I sit in my stylist, Andre's like, how many times are you washing your hair? I said once a week. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. And yeah. two, it is true that the more you wash it, the more oil that it produces. You know, and so you there's this little bit of a training period for your hair where you're like, you need to chill out. You need to follow my rules here. And the bonus is that by like day three of dry shampoo, you have incredible texture and volume to your hair. And if you've got like fine, soft hair like I do, um, it's pretty amazing. Angela's pulling yeah. her hair out in a wad. I can shape my hair. My yeah, hair's shaped exactly. after day. <laughs> That looks, we should record these. Oh my gosh. Really I don't know if that would be helpful. You know, it's the same about your skin though, because right. a lot of people, you know me, I'm all about skin. They will just like go berserk, if, especially with adult acne and they'll do all these really stringent things to their skin mm-hmm. and they strip their skin of all these oils and then their body just goes, make more oil, make right. more oil, right. make more oil. Let's yeah. try. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Backfires. Mm-hmm. One of my hair signature moves is to, I always brush my hair at night. I oil it uh, with root to tip serum and then I braid it. And so I sleep on, because my hair is long, you know, if you're tossing around in bed at night and doing whatever it is you do in bed at night, 
it can get a little tangly. <laughs> sorry, that one really. What you're talking about. Sorry. Woo. Leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> My point is you can wake up in the morning then and just take it out. And you've got this. If you want do just a really loose braid, really loose, then you just have some very, like very small waves. If you do a nice, really tight braid, you can have some, you know, kind of tight curls and then you can just curl the end. And so then I almost don't curl my hair at all anymore, other than maybe a few pieces around my face. And that saves Mm -hmm. my hair a ton of damage from way too much washing and way too much brushing and way too much curling. So Mm -hmm. and it looks pretty. My hair does not look pretty right now. As to avoid wrinkles. That's a signature move. There you go. I sleep. I I I eventually roll over. I sleep on my back because if you sleep on your side, like from the get go, you're going to look like a Sharpay. You need to sleep. Oh, on your that's back. how I sleep. And you have to. Do I look like a Sharpay? I don't know. You tell me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have to train yourself. I trained myself to sleep on my back. Okay. This yes. Your home Botox. You sleep on your back. Okay. And so I just lift my hair and I always put it on oh, leaning back. And you just stay still so I like that? I was, but until like about two. Do and you then sleep I like a corpse? I straddle the pillow. Like like a like an like Egyptian a, like a dead body. Barrel. Oh, no, like a queen, we went different ways baby. with that. Like a queen, like a queen. <laughs> oh well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're gonna have to end it there at the dead body bit. Are because, we done? Oh my gosh! I mean, we can okay. do this for I don't know two or three more hours, but you're gonna have to come and cook <laughs> my family dinner because you see behind me what has happened. I see that another human being has found their way down to my cave, my podcast cave. Let's see what this one wants. Yes. What would you like? She wants me to stop so she can ask me a question. What's your question? Yes. 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 She wants to know if she can make a video with the iPad. And she's asking me that because she knows I'll say yes while I'm recording. I feel like that question was conveniently muted. Mm. No. She wants to make a movie mm. with the iPad. I had one today. What do you want? Cough drops? Oh, yeah. Stop iPads, motion. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what she makes. Yes, you may have a cough drop for the love. My kids, <laughs> My kids call them suck drops. Oh, yeah. I don't know why we call them cough drops. They're not cough drops, but they're not. Cough they're drops. like candy. no one has a cough in our no house. No one has a cough. But everyone. If you're like listening in real time, no one has a cough. <laughs> I keep thinking about that really great meme of the chihuahua with the big eyes. And it says every time like I get a tickle in my throat and he's saying, is that you, Rona? (laughs) Is that you, Rona? (laughs) It's terrible. I promised I wouldn't say the name on on the uh, podcast, but there you have it. No, you didn't. It was an abbreviation. Mm, That's true. That's true. So this was really fun. I feel like kind of like our uh, last week's episode with the homemaking and, you know, a day in the life. Like, I feel like we have a lot more signature weapons, signature secret weapons and signature moves. Yes. Well, they'll come out over time. You can only hide the trash for so long. So that's right, Karen. It will surface at some point. A massive, massive thank you to our patrons. You guys are coming out of the woodwork to support this podcast. And we are honestly so humbled and so thankful 
that you are contributing five or ten dollars a month so that we can get on here and talk to you about trying to squeeze into Spanx. I don't know what this Twilight Zone is we're living in, but it's awesome. So uh, and it's it really helps justify it to the man. <laughs> a huge. I'm going to go put on headphones. Thank and Nobody you. ask me for a Clementine because we have patrons. Exactly. And we are saving to get our website up. Homemakerchicpodcast.com. <laughs> so uh, that is what your patron money is going mm-hmm. toward. It's where we can have archives of all the episodes there and custom interviews and a bunch of videos and photographs and it's going to be fabulous but we are working on that so thank you for being patient with us and to our patrons for um contributing to the process of that we are very very thankful for you i thought that i was saving for a louis vuitton purse no you're not a website i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to manage the money aren't i what no I'm the saver. You know that. Oh, <laughs> if you are not a patron yet, head on over to patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and consider giving five or ten dollars a month if you enjoy this podcast so that uh, you can be a part of it as well. And we do have some very custom and fun freebies for our patrons like free ebooks of both Angela's cookbook from France to the farm and my cookbook from scratch. And we also do really fun, exclusive episodes for our patrons and early release of episodes and live Q and A's, which are, it's like wine time with the girls. It is a blast. I have to tell you, we just filmed our first one yesterday and it was so fun. I just posted it a few hours ago so that Anybody that didn't catch it live can Mm -hmm. grab it. It was so fun. And the sense of community and this whole like tribe vibe. Yeah. I mean, I left with my spirit. I actually so lifted. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. I came in kind of like swampy and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I think everybody left just flying high and bonus. We give you like, three minutes of music at the end where no one is watching and you can just dance. Yes. Crazy woman. Cause Shay has taught us all about the importance of a dance. Do we want to have a, like an online dance party where people can see my nineties pop music moves? Cause I we could know. do that. Elaine. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> I love Seinfeld so much. Oh, it makes me miss the 90s. Man, it was fabulous. Thank you so much for being here, ladies and gentlemen. And we will see you next week with an all new episode. But maybe, just maybe, we will see you before then. Because we have had so many requests to bring more than one episode a week to Homemaker Chic Podcast. And you know what? We are happy to do that. Angela and I love nothing more than putting on our headphones. And talking about and obliging space. you. Yes. So we are right. So go. <laughs> we are currently <laughs> training our husbands <laughs> to help us edit. This is a team effort. This is surely just not a woman show because Joel and Stuart work behind the scenes to keep everything running, to edit the podcasts, to get them up. So once all that is organized, we are very much hoping <laughs> we can swing two episodes a week. Yes. In the meantime, in the meantime, we give you full permission because that's what we're about here. We give you full permission to rock those secret weapons and exercise your signature moves and give ours 
a try if yes. you're so inclined. Please let us know on social media. Tag us on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Let us know what your signature moves and secret weapons are, because maybe we're missing out on something that we really need to be a part of. Yeah. You never know. Always learning. Sounds good. Cheers. Jay. I'll see you Monday. Cheers.